chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 115 I hope you missed us Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez Marty, you got a lot going on this week so I'm glad you were able to record with me tonight. As you take a swig of Sam Adams beer, I have breaking news in the state of Georgia. Stone Cold Steve Austin's IPA is now available in the state of Georgia. As a matter of fact, there's a gas station that was on the list that's two minutes from my house that I'm going to go to. I wanted to have it today, but the wife is at work and the kids are here. I didn't want to leave them. So. You don't know, yeah. you know, you know what's fucked up? Is I can probably have you go to the liquor store, grab some, and send it to me, and I'd get it faster. <laughs> and I live two hours from, or an hour and a half from the damn brewery itself. Like that's damn sad. shame. That that's just sad, man. Like the the fact that they do that shit to us, ah, it's ridiculous. So how's it going, man? How's uh, how's everything with the the baby and the woman and babies do tomorrow um everything for the most part is going well um got like the last of the laundry like cleaned and folded and put away beds all ready to go everything's ready to go bags are packed um so the minute it goes it's time to go um ready for all that natural got the uh got the uh outfits picked out not sure i got grabbed a couple of them because i don't know if i'm leaving the hospital in one of my nerd fandom shirts or a baby's rocking boot to the face in the minute they walk out that hospital or get carried out the hospital um, i hear that and then i uh yeah yeah all natural that's the plan and then if Whew. if not if not then wednesday will be the definite day as long as we're able to get in um that's the plan good luck to that's her the planned um day if it doesn't come naturally um but yeah, man, it's been busy. I let's see. Today's been my first day off since Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving was my only day off over the last two weeks. Um, I was supposed to work today, but I uh, it just we have we've had some stuff in the area pop up over the last two days, and I just felt like I should not be at work, putting myself at risk. Uh, yeah. So my uh. I, I, you know, my boss knows knows what everything's going on. I'm like, dude, this is not. He's like, yeah, don't even worry about it. So I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay home, not put anything or anybody at risk, and I just can't can't put, I can't, I can't. If I were to go to work, they'd, my mind would not be there in the first place, just knowing everyone right. around. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay right. home. I have a sick day left to use for the year, so I'm like, my plan was to use it anyways. So I was like, oh, I'll just use it today, and then because I don't have to be back at work until after. The first of the year. 
glorious. And in LA, had you gone to work and any kind of emergency happens, like it takes y'all forever to get around. I couldn't live like that. Well, like for me, it's uh, it's only thirty minutes from home, uh, and I have a toll road that goes from work to my house. So if I like, say like the regular freeway is backed up, well, I got the road, the toll road that literally takes like six bucks, um, and it just and I get home. It's not that bad. Especially on, yeah. on a mid-afternoon, it wouldn't be too much of an issue, so I wasn't worried about it. My biggest concern was if she were to go into labor early, like during the week, around like five, between five and seven o'clock, then I'd be screwed because I'm like, ah, see you there in two hours. Hopefully the yeah. baby's still in. Um, um, but yeah, it's not too bad. So the fact was like, you know what? I'm just going to be home. So I'm home now, and if anything, then we're only like 20 minutes from the hospital, so it works. And you've never been in the in the room for live birth. That is correct. Whew, buddy. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to give you a hint if y'all have to do the cesarean. All right. I don't know how strong your stomach is. I mean, you ride roller coasters and shit. I'm not that guy. I'm squeamish as a motherfucker. Like I see blood, I'm like, "Huh?" Like I get a, I have to get an IV, I get woozy like the whole nine, right? So my wife had to have a C-section with both of my kids first kid i don't know if i've told this story here or not but the first kid we tell the people i don't want to see anything don't want to see nothing so they get my wife on the table they give her the big ass shot in the back lay her down by the time i come in they're already cutting her open she's high as shit like they walk me around put my put their eye their hands over my eyes and they're like guide me to the other side of the curtain where she is and i keep seeing something move over out of my peripheral vision but I don't look for like the first 10 minutes. Eventually, my curiosity is peaked, Marty. And I look and there's a black plate glass. And obviously, the doctors have a lot of lights where they are. So the reflection is like 1080p off of that glass. I see every motherfucking thing that they took out of my wife's stomach for like 10 minutes. And none of it was Trey. Like they took out so much shit out of her stomach. Just like all her organs just sitting them on the table and these motherfuckers are yeah so we're gonna go play golf and then uh we'll probably grab some ihop before i'm like hey hey doctor pay attention like i know i know you do this shit all the time but i need you to focus i don't need you to be talking about hole number 17 and then i look down at my wife putting the ball in the hole just make sure you put the organs where they go look and i look down at my wife you know, I'm watching these people take out all her organs. Like, she's got to be dead, right? I look down at her. She's like, hey. <laughs> like, just, just fucking high as I don't know what. Because they've shot her up with so oh, much stuff. So she's so. awake the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. that. Oh. She doesn't feel anything but, like, tugging, though. Yeah. Um, She had, like, a reaction to the medicine. Yeah. Not, like, a bad reaction. It just made her face itch. Right. And then the the uh I can't remember the name of the guy that's up there like controlling all the medications. She was like, uh, doctor, my face is itching. He's like, oh, you're having a reaction to something. Hold on. Push the button. She's like, I'm good. Like that quick. That quick. And yeah. So yeah, I don't know. good I don't, luck, man. I don't know if we'll need to have a C-section. Uh, yeah, this is her. This will be her third. Um, the other two came out natural. Um, yeah. Like every every appointment, like he's in position. Um, to to go as is. So as long as everything's everything's okay, nothing happens, we should be good to go. Um, but like the ninth, that's the that's like the you know be induced date if he's not here by yeah. then. But other than that, right. probably be okay. Um, 
I, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, I've seen some stuff, like, I, I grew up on the farm, and I've done all that, you know, veterinary work, kind of stuff like that, that's what I was going to school for, but yeah, I can, uh, I don't know, I've seen the person, seen a person right there, I mean, I've been, I've been playing all up and then guts, pulling them out with, with, with the animals, but, uh, people, it's a, probably a different, different game there, so, yeah, appreciate was, the heads up, I hope, it was definitely, that we don't weird. have to go to that situation, but. I think everybody should have to see a C-section birth, like be in the room while it's happening. I know it's impossible, but it was definitely a fucking experience. Because once I looked, I couldn't stop looking. Yeah. And when, it was. Uh, do you was when 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 Trey was born? Was that like the first time, like birth that you like live birth or anything? Did you seen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm yeah, not gonna I've, lie. I, don't, like, I remember uh, when I was in high school, we were like in the ag uh, the ag or ag room and just playing on the computers and one of the girls that was in there was like oh yeah this is what we're we're doing this project for health class something like that and i look over and they have like this i don't know how they got us on because we have like blocked computer systems and internet servers at the school this is high school i'm like i was sophomore high school so i'm like you know 16 um i look over and there's a bed head popped out popping out coming down i'm like what what why why are we watching this in the classroom right now <laughs> here i am here i am playing yahoo pool asl how you doing doing my thing you know school <laughs> school hours and i'm you know pimping away over on the yahoo game site uh and i look over and there's a head popping out you know coming down the, the, the chute um which is obviously i've seen animals come out and i've pulled you know i've uh i've birthed you know pigs and everything pulling them out and every assistant like that but i looked over and saw that baby head come like yeah we need to turn that video off i'm good i'm, I'm i don't want to watch that right now uh-uh i'm good Mm-mm-mm. so we'll see we'll that's see a, but like yeah. like we said the plan is tomorrow um that's the goal and we shall see how that goes well like i said man good luck hopefully everything goes smoothly and the next time y'all hear Episode 116, Marty will be a Faja. He'll be a Faja. Uh, Father Marty, you want to tell everybody where to find us? You can find us anywhere you download your podcast, whether it be iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, Spreakers, where you can find us. Also, you can find us on the Full Press app. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram at boot to the face underscore as well as boot to the face on Twitter. And you can find us at whatamaneuver.net. You can buy your cool little t-shirts which says boot to the face all over it, whether it's a tank top, t-shirt, onesie. EJ, those onesies are for babies, not for yourself. Um, <laughs> you also can go over to Full Press and uh, you can get yourself some nice mugs, face masks, do what you do, get your merch boot to the face. Hey, man, we support, we, we appreciate the support y'all give us. Uh, man, I can't remember, I can't believe I remembered all that. It's been like three weeks, I feel like it's been since I said that, even though it's only been like a week and a half. But, I can't believe you do all this shit off the top of your head. Still, I started writing shit down because I'm like forgetting stuff. So that was uh that was impressive. You even got the full press app in there. That's normally what I jump in and say, "Look at this fucking guy, just come back." You must be re-energized after a, a week hiatus of boot to the face, even though you've been working the whole time. Oh, uh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like you, work has like I have been drained from work. Um, so I feel like doing this giving me like let like the creative side just flow so it's coming out naturally i've been sitting on a computer like doing because tr- i have so with the new positions we got 
we had to have like the phase one, which is like a Q1 worth of training to get done by like the end of this month. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be gone all month. So that means I had to get all mine done a month before. So I literally had was like trying to finish like hours of classwork and training work done this week. So I've been sitting in front of the computer and all that. So um, this, the creative side rather than the learning side is able to work right now. So that's probably why. I was going to say, yeah, you haven't done a podcast in like over two weeks now. Yeah, As opposed to fucking me, I feel like I've done like 10 of them since then because I've had a bunch of full press cowboy stuff and then we're going to, we were going two a week on 80 proof. So I'm just like, I don't know which part. You're gonna, you're gonna, as long as you don't exhaust yourself out for Sunday mornings, I'm good, man. You do you. You do you. Get you uh you make yeah. that hustle, Steve Harvey. You do you. Yeah, man. Trying to I want all I want all the all the podcast money. <laughs> I want all of the money. <laughs> when they say, Who's running this shit? They're like Chris Rucker. This is Chris Rocker Podcast <laughs> Network, where I run every podcast show on every every, hey. every genre and network. Doesn't matter what it be, whether it be TV, movies, bullshit talking, women, whiskey, wrestling. Hell, it doesn't even matter. It could be women talk. I run that shit because my name's Chris Rucker, and I run the network. That uh, that Chris Rucker Network shit sounded kind of good. I'm a, I'm gonna think about that while we talk about our first break. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that while we take our first break here on Boot to the Face. Be right back. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 115. Um, I'm excited to talk about wrestling, Marty. I ain't I talked wonder, about wrestling in a while. I wonder why. I wonder, it's, you, know, you know what? I feel like, you know? I feel like, I feel like we're going to get like young Rucker right now. You know what? I heard your ass screaming a couple years ago, about a year and a half ago, from the other side of his warehouse. Uh, I, I thought someone was like getting bloody murdered. Um, but I, I can I can hear it this week too. I heard it this week from another side of the country. I'm like, oh, what's, yeah. What's that? The baby here? Well, oh, no, the baby's not here. That's just Chris Rucker screaming in excitement. I text, actually, I you didn't hear me because I text screaming excitement because it was spoiled by some rotten son of a bitch named Eric Brown. <laughs> <laughs> text me. He's like, hey, I know you're streaming, but Sting's on AEW. I know. What? I'm like, Who, like seriously, why the fuck? He took why the fuck would you say that? I was like, he spoilers. Took that moment from you. Like, ah, he stole that but from you. Hey, Tommaso I tell you Ciampa, what, it wasn't calm down over there, bro. It like, wasn't least, that big a deal I because I asked you, hey, man, you watch AEW? Yeah. Don't worry about I was going to say, Eric though, already told me. I'm like, oh, I'm not. It wouldn't have been that big a deal because I would have found out anyway, because as soon as I got on Twitter while I was because we didn't stop recording, we started 80 proof at nine o'clock and that was right when right when he came out. So as soon as I got on Twitter, like 10 minutes later, it was all over there. So it would have been spoiled anyway. But um, the Stinger is an AEW, 61 years old. I'm going to start this off first by saying I am excited. I am happy. Um, It'll be cool to see Sting on TV. I do not want Sting to wrestle a match. I do not want Sting to take a bump. I want Sting to come out. Hit, hit a couple motherfuckers with a baseball bat, point the bat at him, howl, beat on his chest, and get the fuck out of the ring. What he did this past Wednesday was perfect. Come out, tell a bit of a story without saying much, get the hell out of Dodge. I do not want to see Sting in a match at all. He's, no, I just don't. I mean, he's, he, so apparently the rumors are he signed a multi-year contract. True. Do you Could think, be just like a Legends do, deal, do though. Do you think he's going to go that long without being in a wrestling match? 
So here's the like, thing here's about a, here, Sting. I'm going to preface this by saying this. The rumors are, and I've seen this in multiple places, that the reason he signed with AEW, well, obviously there's other reasons he signed with AEW, but he wanted one thing from WWE before he signed with w, with AEW. And they denied it, which is what said, told, you know, led him to, fuck it, whatever, I'm going to go there then. It's the fact that he still wants one more match. He wanted one more match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. whether And he wanted it to be a cinematic match, whatever, but he wanted one more match, and they said no. So we said, all right, I'm, I'm taking my my talents elsewhere. I'm going to South Beach. Um, and so do you think this guy who wants one more match isn't going to get in the ring at least one time? Well, here's the thing. One, I wonder who said no. Was it Undertaker or was it WWE? It was okay. And two... From the from what a I've cinemat- read, read multiple times that Vince is the one that nixed it. A cinematic match is so much safer for his condition. But then again, I don't I don't know. I don't know his health. Like I don't think Sting would risk paralysis for wrestling because what I was about to say a second ago is as a as a lifelong Sting fan, there's one thing I know is that Sting doesn't love wrestling as much as other people do. He wouldn't risk life and limb to go wrestle one more match. Like Sting took wrestling as a job. Like it wasn't his first love. He didn't even want to grow up being a wrestler. Hulk Hogan walked in his gym when he used to run a gym. He had no clue who the fuck he was. And that was how he became wrestling was Hogan was like, damn, you're kind of big. Like you should try this. So Sting was never a guy that was in love with wrestling the way other people are. So I don't see him risking paralysis at 61 years old. Sting is rich as shit. Like the guy's got money. He's got TNT money. Now he's got TNT money again. He's got WWE money, WWE Hall of Fame money, real estate money. Like the guy's got multiple businesses and shit like that. He's doing okay. I think he was a little hurt at the fact that, I mean, you got to look at his run in WWE. Like I liked it, but I didn't. There's a reason why I hate Triple H. You don't come back or come to WWE. They're chasing you for damn near 25 years. They finally get you. And then you lose to Triple H at WrestleMania over an angle that Triple H was going to run a year later with The Rock. Made no fucking sense whatsoever. You don't have Sting wrestle for the world title against Seth Rollins the same night that Seth Rollins loses the U.S. title to John Cena. Like, I don't know if you remember this, Marty. Rollins had both belts and he had to defend the titles back to back. He wrestled Cena first and then as Cena's leaving, Sting comes out to wrestle him. And yeah, Sting got hurt, but he was booked to lose. Like he was booked to lose after Rollins wrestled John Cena in a 20 some odd minute match. They booked him weak as shit. He got two wins via disqualification and a tag team match on Raw. Other than that, they pretty much shit on Sting while he was there. So if I was Sting, I said, you know what? Fuck you too. I'll go fuck with Tony Khan. Get some of that money. Get some of the NFL money. I'll fucking paint my face. Take this gray hair out there. Grab a little baseball bat from somewhere in Jacksonville. And walk out here not do a goddamn thing. Cash a big ass check. And and the crowd will love it. The internet will love it. There was a world title change that night. I barely read shit about that. Tell me if I'm wrong, Marty. Yeah, I mean, you're on the you're on the internet too. The, you tell me what was a bigger internet story, Sting or Kenny Omega? The, Sting Sting was the bigger bigger one. 
Uh, oh, damn, ESPN was tweeting about Sting, not Kenny Omega winning the world title and talking about being on fucking Impact on Tuesday. So, I think WWE Sting was apprehensive about going to WWE for 25 years because of how they treated WCW people, and he finally got to see firsthand that he was right. Damn. He's fucking right. I saw a meme. I thought I saved it, but apparently it didn't. Wow. I just looked at our uh, saved pictures. Um, come back to that later. Um, there's a picture. It's like, I forgot who it was. Somebody sitting at like the mics. And there's like three mics. And then it said, Kenny Omega wins the world title. And then on the other side of the table, it says Sting appears on AEW. It has all the mics and all the people talking. And Kenny Omega is just sitting there like, oh, it was a picture of Cody. <laughs> it was a Cody meme. And Cody's like, they're using Kenny, uh, Cody as like Kenny. And I forgot who the other guy was, but all the mics are over there. And Cody's just sitting there defeated. It's like, oh, yep. Everyone cares about Sting. Nobody cares about Kenny Omega right now. Maybe it's just Kenny yeah, it's, Omega's bitch ass is going to TNA. Or it was a, I mean, like I said, I don't expect Sting to wrestle at all. I don't expect, I hope he doesn't wrestle. But the history of being on TNT, Tony Schiavone's there to, it's Sting! That whole thing, like, gives WCW fans a hard on. Uh, Jim Ross is the commentator there. He started out in WCW. Like I said, they're back on TNT. AEW's got that that nitro feel when it first started. Like it all lined up. And Sting, I think, AEW has legends. They have Arn Anderson. They have Tully Blanchard. They had uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine come there. You know, they got all these people, but all these guys are old as shit. Sting is 61, but he doesn't. He wears paint. He's in good shape. He doesn't look like Arn Anderson out there. Like, ain't nobody scared of Arn Anderson. Ain't nobody scared of Tully Blanchard. Everybody left the ring when Sting walked out there. <laughs> like, Taz, all of them, they got the fuck on when Sting came out to the ramp. So I think, I think he can be used in a better way as a legend, as somebody that could, could get physical if necessary, but doesn't necessarily need to be in a match besides who the fuck is he gonna wrestle in AEW yeah I uh I kind of want him to be the be an enforcer there somehow I don't really want I don't want to see Sting wrestling every week or even at, at I'm not, you know if we see a match at one point at some point I, I'm not gonna be against it uh if it has if it but I want him to be in a match for a reason something that has value behind it, not just to be in a match uh I uh go ahead but um uh, I'd rather him be yeah like you said be there and enforce shit, or, or start shit up, or cut someone's back, uh, whatever it is, or be that mentor. Um, one thing for me that that the one thing that bothered bugged me the hell, and even though it's like I try to separate reality from show all the time, sometimes you just can't do it. And the moment when he's like looking at Cody and Tony's over, like, oh, you know, besides his daddy, this is his biggest. You know his biggest role model growing up, and this was his biggest favorite wrestler. And he's talking about nobody saw this coming. Cody couldn't see this coming. I'm just like, really, bitch. Cody, <laughs> Vice President Cody didn't didn't see this coming. Cody, you think Tony kept this shit to himself? Shut the fuck up. Come on, Tony. You know better than that. That commentary wasn't for you, smart. Fan. I know it wasn't, but everyone that watches Marty. that, hold on. Everyone that watches that knows that. So you're telling me that when you were a child and before like 
all the shit went down with Vince and Bret Hart and all them guys are throwing little hints out there. You knew Vince McMahon was running WWF. Shit, no, you didn't. You didn't know Vince was running WWF till he got a Stone Cold Stunner from Steve Austin. That's when we found out. But yet, these guys still acted. Right, Vince fine. still acted as a commentator. Like these, a lot of people don't know that shit. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that was easy. I thought we were going to argue it's about a valid that. Point. It's a valid point. But at the same time, <laughs> look who the de- I get what you're look saying. Look the though. demo, though. The demo of yeah, AEW yeah. is that 30 plus. And if you're if you come over to AEW, you're watching AEW because you know what AEW is and why AEW is what it is. So right, you know that's the difference. It's not I'm not talking about. Yeah, I get that. Like the 12 year old watching AEW, it's gonna be they're like they're not gonna, they're gonna fall right into it. But the demo they're chasing, the demo that Chris Jericho and Tony Khan consistently talk about, is the demo that knows that. Um. This was brought up on Talk of Mania the other day, and it pissed me off because it was one of the things that I was going to bring up. And we didn't talk about this. They just fucking said it was a few weeks ago. Tony Khan came out and said, hey, stay to the end of the show. We have something that's going to shake up the whole world of professional wrestling. And Pac came out. <laughs> Do you think he like was Sting supposed to be there a few weeks ago or did Tony Khan kind of slip up and get excited or cause he couldn't have been talking about Pac. He had to be talking about this. Uh, no, I think, I think it was all a ruse the whole time. I think the fact that they build that up and like Pac's been gone for so long. And I think they did it intentionally to build hype around that. No one was going to fall so that the people through send off. Here's the thing. I looked around and I didn't, I, we've talked about in the past, but I didn't have any inclination that that Sting was going to be there this week. And, no, just and the, rumors. The, I see. Not even have rumors, and the rumors, yeah. the only rumors that are there are like, oh, Sting's going to come to AEW at some point, and it's like, yeah, exactly. it's every week. It's like he's going to come this week, and that's just you know every week's like, oh, just like every year, the Cowboys going to Super Bowl, the Cowboys going to Super Bowl. It happens every year, but it doesn't happen. Um, so it's no different than. Fuck you know, off. <laughs> so I think by them doing that with Pac the week before, it was like a ruse to throw people off scent of something big happening. And then when Sting shows up mid mid show, boom, it has more value to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, One thing I don't understand and I WWE WrestleMania is four months from now. There's already reports as to what the main event is going to be. Who Roman Reigns is wrestling. What the women's title is going to be. Who's coming back, right? There's all these spoilers out already. Like you just said, nobody had spoilers that Sting was coming to AEW. AEW cannot be that good at keeping secrets compared to WWE. Why is it that these uh, quote-unquote beat writers for wrestling mags and websites, why do they got such a hard-on with spoiling WWE's secrets and plans but they don't give a shit about spoiling AEWs, or they go out of their way. Is AEW paying them not to, or is AEW just really good at keeping secrets? Which I doubt. I certainly doubt. Are you saying that there's some people that might be on the payroll, getting a little fuck yeah. a little tip their way? Oh, one hundred percent. Been saying that for a long time. Like there's a re- there's absolutely they named a, they named a move after the motherfucker. There's absolutely a reason why everything that happens backstage is outed within minutes on WWE. And yet everything that happens for AEW is a surprise. Yeah. 
So everybody's saying Sting's unhappy at WWE, and now he's in AEW. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. He's supposed to talk this week on AEW Dynamite, which will be, you know, I'm looking forward to that more than I'm looking forward to Kenny Omega on Impact Wrestling. Yeah, seriously. Like, now the fact that I actually have to watch fucking Impact Wrestling. (sighs) Hold that thought. Let's take a break. Take a breath. And when we come back, we'll get to Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley for the AEW world title on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. We are back. Boot to the face. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. We have a new AEW world champion, the third one in the history of the company, a man by the name of Kenny Omega. I miss that dude. Just watch the, 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 uh, just watch, the just watch New Japan. Get on New Japan while. World. Just watch New Japan World. <laughs> yeah, but he don't he don't, he don't announce Kenny Omega. That was that my is shit. true. That is true. And when they do everyone else, it's like you know. Uh, <laughs> when they do Okada, it's like Okada, Kojishika, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, but Omega got that long, drawn-out <laughs> entrance. It's like, I almost want to like this motherfucker, <laughs> like, just because of the ring announcement. Because if you think back about that, like, yeah, like, all of them. He's the only one, because even, like, Osprey, yeah. Osprey's is a little drawn-out, but not that much. Jay White no. is full, but yeah, there's not. He put that extra shit on Kenny he Omega's does, 100%. All of us. Maybe it's because like he's saying it in English, so he's like, "I gotta give these, I gotta give these American fans something. I gotta give them something real quick. I gotta give these English people speaking to something real quick." (laughs) Yeah, he does all that, and then he's like taking on Cody Rhodes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I love. But Omega's your new world champion. Start watching again. I have some free time now. For the most part, I'm gonna be up all night. Time to watch. You're not gonna recognize Tamatanga. Oh, I, I already know that, man. I, I When he came back. Jeez. This fucking guy. Clean shaven, no oh, hair. GQ Tonga over there. Yeah, what the hell is he trying to do? Oh, Mario Van Peebles face ass. He's like, hey, hey, rock, rock. Come on. Roman can't do that shit. Just bring me to, bring me to Hollywood. Japan's gonna, it's closing up still, so bring me to Hollywood. What'd you think about the world title match with Omega and Moxley? I liked it a lot. Actually, yeah. um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I felt they were out of the way. They were out of the ring far more than they should have been for a straight wrestling match that they kept talking about. Um, it, I mean, somebody it, said somebody said they spent more time outside the ring than Sting's whole segment. Sounds that's, all right. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it wasn't a joke. It was the facts. You know, so I, but no, other than that, uh, I love the match. I love that it took so much for him to beat 
Moxley at the end that Moxley just didn't take a one weekend angel or or you know the three you know two uh, V triggers. Um, it took three of them and the one weekend angel and just it took the the you know the hit across the face with the mic. Um, so I like it because I I don't I think by doing all that it doesn't belittle Moxley when he returns, um, but it gives a reason for for the show that. Omega got the title and he didn't do it clean and I like that. Yeah. I like the match a lot. Um it Tell got a little a guy who doesn't like Omega matches. Yeah. It got a little clusterfucky at the end with the whole Don Callis thing. Uh I thought it was kind of forced how they took off running like they stole the title and tune in next Tuesday. Well, AEW's on Wednesday. I'm talking about Impact. Like, come on. But up until that, that last little 30 seconds, I, I liked it all. I liked the fact that Omega went into it telling him, like, you're not going to be able to use all this other shit. Like, you're going to have to wrestle me. And then Omega cheated. That's fucking perfect. Yep. I wish he would have cheated a little more. Like, I wish he would have beat the dog shit out of him with a chair. But it is what it is. They they did it how they did it. And I liked it. I liked the match. Um, And you're right. I'm not a big Omega fan, but. I can recognize a good match when I see one. It was a fucking, it was a world title match the way it should be. Like two dudes wanting the same thing. You're going to have to whoop my ass to take it. And you're going to have to whoop my ass to keep it. And <laughs> only one of us is going to win. And that's what happened. And I fucking loved it. No, no flips. None of all that other bullshit. Like they just beat the shit out of each other. And that's the kind of wrestling I like. Speaking of no flips, it's been so nice not seeing FTR every week. Just saying. You're going to quit talking about my team like so this So nice. Forever the Ruckers. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I just, I don't know. Why are you hating on FTR? They did nothing to you. They don't like CM Punk. So I like them. Was it CM Punk they were talking shit to or Hulk Hogan? They don't like one of them motherfuckers sure that I don't like. Everybody. Yeah. I'm they don't sure. like the motherfuckers that I don't like. So by I way like of CM Punk, they were all for CM Punk just because they were, he was like straight edge and uh, I, I thought they like cussed him out on Twitter or something. Maybe I was like, I, I like thought, these I guys. It was the yeah, whatever. We're, we're lying on the name of FTR, but it's fine. Cause fuck the revival. Boom. Um, but yeah, I, I love the match. Uh, so you, you said earlier, you're going to tune into impact. Was that a lie or no? I, I already was looking up access and everything, so I can watch it. I mean, here's the thing: I will be home on Tuesday, so I will be able to yeah. watch it. Uh, well, even if you don't have access and you want to watch it live, you can watch it on Twitch. They they stream live on Twitch. Oh, I guess that's true. Every Tuesday, you can't rewind it or fast forward. You have to sit through all the commercials and all the other bullshit. I've been watching Impact because they they started their Knockouts Division tournament. tag title tournament. There's a lot of impact that I just cannot fuck with. Like Tommy Dreamer is such a dork on impact. They got a lot of, they got a lot of bullshit, but they got a lot of good stuff too. Like I like what Moose is doing. Um, I like what Rich Swan is doing. The women are killing it as usual. Uh, so I enjoy a good bit of impact. I just don't watch it as much as I want. I tell you what, I haven't watched a lot of wrestling at all this week. Honestly, the, all the wrestling I watch is AEW and SmackDown. I still haven't watched Raw, and I haven't watched NXT. Just because if you get behind, it almost feels like a fucking job trying to catch back up. And I just, I gave up. I mean, I get I like, it, because I've been doing that for a, you know, a while now. But at the same time, like today, I watched AEW this week, and the only thing I had to watch today 
<clears throat> was the uh, I watched the, the championship match this morning just because I wanted to watch it on my TV and not on a tablet or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Then I watched SmackDown Raw. Raw didn't take me very long. I actually walked right, ran right through that, so it was pretty easy. Uh, and SmackDown, I watched SmackDown too. But you know, I can usually watch both shows within like two and a half hours because um, right. I don't watch the matches I don't care about. I skip over the promos that I don't need to listen to, and I watch the stuff that, in, that interests me and the stuff that has gonna be items or or storylines that are gonna be of value to me. But if you know certain things, I don't need to watch Hardy versus Elias. 200 you know what i mean yeah um, exactly i mean i did stop that match just because our truth came out and we you know rewind it and, and watch that segment a portion of it again and then i fast forward to the rest of the match again um but no it, and that's what I, you know i get it i always think about too like shit i was i wanted to watch it today i wanted to get back on on path and like watch it throughout the week and here it is on saturday gonna have to watch it again and watch it all the night when i get home from work um but yeah, and then I end up usually getting it done within a couple hours. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's not too bad. Yeah, but I feel well, you there. I, I do feel you. Once I fall behind, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just find out what happened on Twitter. Yeah. Like, nothing groundbreaking happens anymore. So besides Sting coming back, and I saw that. So, you know, well, if you miss it, you miss it. Like, I'm, I'm to that point as a 38-year-old now where finally I'm like, if I miss wrestling, it's not the end of the world. Damn, dude, I can just you're old as, almost old as fuck. Yeah, almost. Almost getting there. Not I'm not over the hill, not but I'm, I'm looking down that motherfucker. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's go ahead and take another break real quick, and when we come back, we'll talk about some more AEW stuff. Tony Khan saying they are open for business, and of course Triple H jumping in saying they're open for business too. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, so we'll talk about that when we come back here on Boot to the Face. Welcome back, boot to the face, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez talking pro wrestling, more pro wrestling than we've talked in a long time. Um, Give a shout out to Santana Garrett, just because we never do anymore, and because that's in our new intro song by Mr. Chaos Theory himself. Marty, how'd you you like the song? I love it, man. I love it. Every part of it. It's It's like, I just kept listening, I'm like, damn. I'm gonna focus straight spitting lines up in this bitch. Like I love it. So can I tell you how this went down? Yes, please. So he like, you know, he made the FPC theme, right, right? That we play a lot. And um I was listening to it. I think I was watching Talkamania live on Twitch. I think this was Thursday night. And I was listening to the song. I was like, damn, that is good. And so I hit him up. I was like, dude, that, you killed that FPC song. Like, You got all the podcast names in there. It all made sense, blah, blah, blah. I was like, if you ever feel like doing a boot to the face song, like, we're good. And he was like, well, let me find a beat and I'll get back to you. I'm thinking like a couple days, maybe a week. Like he'll find a beat. Then maybe a couple more days, maybe another week. Like he'll make the song. I wake up the next day because I went to bed early. I have a DM and an email. He's like, I found the beat. The song is done. It's in your email. I'm like, there ain't no way this is going to sound good. Like he, (laughs) I'm being facetious a little bit, but I was like, there's no way he's going to get like a bunch of like stuff that has anything to do with the show. Not off the top of his head like that. Now I listened to that shit on the way to work like 75 times. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, like, I saved that shit this to mother- a file. I had, yeah, I yeah. had it on the radio. I, I, I was like, listen, I was rocking that shit. I, I sent it to everybody. I sent it to Cavino and Rich. I was like, man, listen to this shit. And they both hit me back up. They was like, that's y'all's intro. That is, and I, I showed Farrell the the DM between them. They were like, man, that shit is fire. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I I shared the shit out of it. Uh, if you're listening this far in, you heard it during our it's our new intro song. So, shout out again to Mike Farrell, Mister Chaos Theory. That that shit is fantastic. All right, back to AEW. Tony Khan, your boy, says they are open to working with all companies in this realm of professional wrestling. I feel like we talked about this a few weeks ago, Marty, where I said all of the other main brands, main companies should all kind of team up and go at WWE, not go at them, but just like Bring them up to work together. Level. Yeah. Make yeah them work a, together a power. and leave WWE out in the cold. You don't have to combine everything, but just like share talent, you know, do crossovers and shit like that. Network and it. Make it work. I, I feel like that's what's about to happen. I, I think they put their toe in the water with NWA. They kind of liked how that worked. They also did with AAA, and now they're going to do it with Impact. And I'm not going to lie. There's, there's some women wrestlers in Impact. I would love to see wrestle Britt Baker and Sheeta and Thunder Rosa, and um, they got a couple other new ladies that are coming into AEW. You know, Dion Perrazzo is a good one. Uh, I'm not a big Jordan Grace fan, but I'm sure a lot of people would like to see Jordan Grace wrestle Nyla Rose or somebody like that. Yeah, you're shaking your head. I agree with you. Jordan Grace is not the move. Um, But then you got, what's your girl's name? Tennille Dashwood. She'd be good to come over. Sue Young would be good to come over. I'd rather have Susie than Sue Young. I'm not a fan of the dead bride chick, but. I mean, they got a, they got a lot of good female talent, and then they got a lot of good male talent too. Like the North versus FTR would be fantastic. Um, they got really good tag teams in AEW. Their heavyweight title scene isn't the best. Like I'm not a Sammy Callahan fan. Rich Swan is doing okay, but I don't really buy him as a world champion. Never was an EC3 guy. Uh, Eric Young looks like he's 112 years old in the face and looks like he's 25 in the body. I can't buy into him or the big ass redneck that he runs around with. Uh, so I don't, it's it's a mixed bag, but it can be positive. Yeah, I mean that's that's maybe the look of where the AEW's um, heavyweight class joins over, comes over, and helps build up impacts, and that's maybe where their tag team and the women's division. It comes over to our AEW and helps big bulk that up a little bit, and give some new some new wrestling there and some new matchups. Um, what's really going to be big is if they make this thing happen. Khan says that Khan's been talking to Rocky Romero about the partnership with New Japan. You know, Uh-oh. give us some of that. Like hell yeah, I want to see that. Is Rocky Romero in charge now? I think he's one of the like the bookers. Like he, I think he's. He's been doing more behind the scenes than he has been doing like actual wrestling and like managing. I think he's been mm-hmm. doing that and, and commentating more um, with everything that's been going on over the last eight months. Didn't they? Didn't their president resign or something like, like yeah, that? Yeah, like a month ago. Okay, yeah, I thought that's what I heard. I now see New Japan. Now you're talking about like 
Now you're talking about some top male talent as oh, opposed yeah. to Impact had the top women's talent and tag team. But New Japan, you're talking about like main event level. And let's be real. A lot of the AEW guys were in New Japan already, like the big time players. But Hell, still AEW still has one of the you know New Japan champions on their roster. You know, yeah. I mean, at this point, that's the only title he has. Uh, no longer mocks the two belts. But, you know, you got, you know, this is where an opportunity where they do cross over. You know, and Tama Tonga has been trying to do this the solo run while still being G.O.D. and Bullet Club. But him coming over and helping out, you know, him stateside with AEW, that may elevate him up to a whole new level on the individual and heavyweight run than, than he would in New Japan. Because when you got New Japan, you have the guys that have continually been there. You know, you have Okada, you have Naito who have been on top. You have Tanahashi who's been up on top. You then you got guys who are making their way and have been been up like working their way towards the top or at top for the last few years with um you know Jay White, Osprey's on his way up there, Evil, Sonata, you got these mid tier guys that have been working their way up. Tamatanga is a guy who I I can see him being a champion. Um but I feel like New Japan it might take him a lot longer to transition to that spot than it does in a lot of other places. Mm. Cause at the end of the day, new Japan is an organization that rather put Kenta as a, as a heavyweight champion than a guy like Tama Tonga. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. I think Tama Tonga has got everything you would want in a world champion. Like he can talk, he can wrestle, he can, he can make you hate him. He can make you love him. Like his whole good guy, Tomatonga thing he was doing a year ago was fucking fantastic. And he was like the biggest asshole right before that. Like he can turn it on and tone it off, turn it off so good and still put on good matches. So he's marketable as hell. Like I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand that at all. Um, Triple H also says WWE. <laughs> I'm going to try not to laugh while I'm reading this. Triple H says WWE is open to working with other companies. As long I call as bullshit. It, uh, as long as, because the question was like, well, you worked with, with uh, Evolve and Progress and, you know, and then they bought ICW, them. whatever it is. And, and, <laughs> right. And then, and then they like, bought well, them. Yeah. You know, well, we're open for business to work with anybody as long as we, you know, see that it's beneficial business-wise long-term. And when we say long-term, we don't mean three months, six months to a year. We mean, like, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road, uh, which is him basically saying, yeah, these companies haven't been around as long, and they're probably not going to be around that long, so we're not going to worry about them. And that's what I mm. take from that. Like, yeah, we're open that's- for business, but we're going to be open for business that they're gonna if they got a standing that's gonna be around for a while yeah. that means something. Like we're, we're not gonna stay give with. them the rub. We're not gonna give them the rub unless they're gonna it's gonna be beneficial rub for us. Yeah, we want we want fucking polo. We don't want Fubu. Right. Like Fubu was hot for five or six years and then it's gone. Yeah, dude, Polo's gonna, been Fubu. Y'all hope not still. I did. I said did. You know who I bet wears Fubu still? Fubu and Sean John. I had all that shit. Sean John. You know who I bet still wears Fubu? Fucking JP from Irish Whip. I bet he's got a fucking (laughs) neon green Fubu jersey with some damn K Swiss that he wears. I don't know why I just took a shot at JP. I rocked K Swiss. (laughs) But 
But I'm pretty sure JP has a FUBU jersey still. No, nah, it's not green, man. It's blue. It's blue. It's blue. It's got to be that you know that those Patriot colors. But he's rocking that blue and white and and red red trim FUBU shirt. And then yep, them K Swisses. He's rocking them. You know he's rocking them K Swisses. JP says them. he wants I used to, to rock them FUBUs with some jeans and some uh, some lugs. Hot damn, I had them lugs out there. Damn. You wasn't getting any pussy. Um, JP says he wants to go one-on-one with Chaos Theory in a rap battle. Marty, early betting favorites. Who you got? You've never heard JP rap, though. Don't don't take my man lightly. Oh, man. He is uh, from Boston. I wasn't going to be rocking out like fucking the Funky Bunch? Is that what I going to be doing? I get it. Mark, yeah, yeah there, I guess. Mark. He's going to come out with a sweater uh, vest on know. like he's in a Main Street posse. <laughs> I, I I got chaos on that one, but I I I want to I want to hear it, man. I'm not gonna lie, I want to hear that. <laughs> Shit's gonna be awkward, but I want to see it too. You know, I love the awkward shit, so I'm excited. About it. So look for that, that on, on a Zoom. They need to record yeah. that shit. Oh no, we're gonna put that on somebody's Twitch that. channel. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna when we figure out when we're gonna do it, we're gonna put that on somebody's Twitch and we're gonna broadcast that shit and let them two go at it. We want the we'll world to that see. Shit. It. That's just gonna be on. That's, that's just gonna be on Boots of the Faces Twitch channel. We're gonna. Oh, we're just gonna shit. steal it. Chaos theory <laughs> we're just gonna steal Irish it. Whip. <laughs> Damn right. Manifest that shit. Put my flag down. Yeah. Well, nobody else is jumping out there. I don't think so. Fuck it. Why not? Boot to the face, host their first rap battle. Talkamania's got Trivial Mania, and we got fucking rap battles. Whatever. Um, Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Let's calm down and take a break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 115. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez talking a whole lot of professional wrestling. Um... AEW, still in the news, Marty. Apparently, it's rumored that they are not interested in Tessa Blanchard. Um, I wonder if it's because she's racist. What are your thoughts? I mean, it's it's said there's nothing confirmed why, but it's probably probably linked to the alleged things that came up last year. Um, Was that two years ago already? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's 100% that. I think they want to separate from that 100%. Um, they've let some people go, but here's the thing: if they if they're going to stay away from her because of those reasons, then they need they need to separate themselves from others. They have those issues. Uh, I mean, the fact that Sammy Guevara is on there all the time, and he blatantly said he was going to rape somebody, um, but then deny, but then not let somebody come on. Or be on there because of things in the past or what was said. Given, not I'm not condoning what she said, but I'm saying that what he said is no. It, it's if anything, it's worse. Um, but I don't know. It's it's like they they're gonna turn their turn their back on some things, but then like full be full force against something when they, something else happens. Um, they need to be clear cut. But if that's the case, that's what they're going to stay away from, from her being there. I'm good with that. Um, if it's for other reasons, not, I don't know, man. Because I think she'd be, if it's just for talent, she would bulk up that talent roster immediately. Um, it would give a, a shot of adrenaline to that, that division that could severely use it. 
Um, also, I thought about this earlier, and maybe they don't want her there too because she she would be they would want her in the women's division. She may not want to be in the women's division, and if she and if she's in the women's division, um, she may make the rest of her talent look worse than it is. Maybe I don't know. Um, but maybe it has to do a little bit with the fact that she doesn't want to, you know, maybe she's not very workable. There's a reason why TNA impact kind of separated with the way she was at the end, uh, her not showing up. And then, you know, her, her, they wanted her for one specific reason, but her not wanting to do that. The fact that impact let her wrestle men, um, they may not want that happening in, in, in AEW. I don't know. So first off, I want to. Make sure if you're listening to this, you know that I'm not defending anything Sammy Guevara said at all. Like what he said was fucked up. I think the reason they are okay with him staying there is because of the context of what he claimed he said was. He did apologize. He actually, him and Sasha Banks talked about it. Um, I don't think she said she forgave him, but she said they talked and they've come to an understanding. He did his little bullshit, you know, 30 day suspension and and classes and stuff like that and apologized for it. Tessa Blanchard is accused by multiple people of being racist, multiple people of the color of the people she's being racist for. And she's denied it since then. And all these people have corroborated or corroborated, however you say that word. They basically said the bitch did it. Like <laughs> all these people have said that and she's continuously denied it. Now, could she be telling the truth? Absolutely. But if you take into account the severity of the accusations and the fact that she's already got a bad reputation, I mean, fuck Marty. She was in the first May Young Classic. She's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Why didn't WWE sign her? Why did she not go to AEW? She wrestled at all in. Why did she have to be relegated to signing with Impact, who at the time that they signed, they didn't even have a good, I mean, they still don't have a TV contract. Like, they were looked at as the fourth brand in in America. Like, it was WWE, AEW starting up, and then it was MLW. And I'd even say NWA was more popular than they were at the time. I'd even and say Tessa Blanchard was more popular than Yeah. And Tessa Blanchard didn't go to any of those companies. She ended up having to go to Impact. It has to be something with her attitude. It has to be something with how she carries herself. Because on talent alone, she should be in WWE trying to figure out if she's going to win the Royal Rumble this next month or if she's going to WrestleMania. Like, if it's just based on talent, it's clearly her. Her personality, her attitude, her being racist as a motherfucker, if that's true. Like, a mixture of all of it. So... If I was AEW, right. yes, they have some people so there were questionable. If if she were to say it's all true, right? The amount of people came out and she owns up that shit and says she did it all and, and does apologies and after that, um, do you think that's something that would turn these companies around of wanting her to be there because of her talent? Hell yeah, for the money they would go a lot, a lot further and a lot more work before they anyone gives her an opportunity. I mean, look at she ain't Hulk Hogan, but look at that. Like the shit he said and was caught saying was way worse. And all WWE did was erase him from the history books for a couple years 
and then bring him right back in when it was time to make money with him again. She apologizes and owns up to it and quote unquote tries to change. I'm not going to like her. People like me aren't going to like her. But guess what? We're outnumbered in a whole lot of aspects of wrestling fandom. Like there'll be people defending her to the hilltop. So, yeah, I think I think she's hurting herself by if she did say it by not just admitting to it. Like it was over a year ago. Think where she could be right now if she just would have owned up to it, if she actually said it. But yeah, so uh let's get let's get off of that and let's get to the new york times i know you're gonna love this topic i I could i could see when you were writing this down you were just like how the fuck the new york times gave their best performance of 2020 to a wrestling skit that had nothing to do with wrestling it was your boy mjf and your other boy the demo god in their little restaurant sing-along dance and they got performance of the year validating Marty that what they did was the shit and you not liking it means you just don't understand wrestling. Well, that's because it wasn't the performance of the year. It was on their list of best performances for 2020. Their little dinner nominations. I'm sorry. Where they, where they sang, you know, Sinatra and all that. Um, Whoever's at New York times, is high as hell. They're higher than Leanne was when she was having her C-section at that point. <laughs> like, they don't know what the hell they're talking about or what they're doing. Like, their L.A. Times was like, you know what? Nobody's coming to our website. Ain't yeah. nobody buying our papers. How you know who's hot right people? now? How are we going to get people to watch us and listen to us and know what we're doing? And come and give us some subscriptions and some visits and some likes and some searches. What are we going to do? We get our numbers. You know what? Let's bring the wrestling community in there because even though some of them are in basements, there are a big ass number of them. I'm in a are. fucking basement. Hey man, what'd you just say about Tessa? Own up that shit. Own up to it. I'm in a basement. Like my 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 basement's the shit though. Is it your mom's basement or your basement though? It's my basement. Thank you. That's you didn't say that you though. You said rest. in a basement. You didn't say your mom's basement. Well, shit, the shoe fucking fits. Walk on. I'm wearing anyway. slides, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. I, I, I'm not a hater. That shit was that shit sucked. It was wasted. I didn't like it either. It was stupid, yeah. and it was way too long. They wasted too much time. Man, I love Jericho. You know why I know I love Jericho this week is because they got Frankie Kazarian on TV. Um. So yes, I'm gonna keep keep going and skip over the fact that, that New York Times is a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Um, what's up with Inner Circle being out everywhere and the Dark Order always coming out with everybody and the Nightmare Family always being together? But when it's SCU, they only come out one by one. <laughs> yeah, they come out after all the S weapons are done being passed <laughs> out. Fucking oh, Scorpio shit, Sky's man. not even in SCU anymore. He's Running around with the Nightmare Family and Alex Chris Gracia. Daniels finally came out for the first. I was like, I was thinking yesterday before I watched. I'm like, you know, I thought a fan dropped Chris the rail. Daniels I was like, oh wow, who's this fan jumping in the ring? <laughs> I didn't even recognize him. It's been so long since I saw him. Seriously, like the last time we saw him was when they had the pay per view fight with uh, him and Dark Order. It's like, oh, yeah. that's right. Chris Daniels is on the roster or on the 
payroll still somewhere somehow. So Marty, since this episode is dropping Saturday night, would you like to predict war games tomorrow? And or let's would you like to predict it. war games? Well, let's let's take a let's break, reset. We'll pull up the card, and when we come back, we will give our predictions to WWE NXT's war games. Why do they got six letters in their fucking name? Why can't they just be NXT? I'm not calling them WWE NXT anymore. That was a. I'm not corporate. I don't work for those motherfuckers. Although I am looking. So if y'all want to hire another podcast for y'all's network, we <laughs> we can stop cussing. We'll stop talking good about AEW. Like we are for sale. Are we not? Am I speaking out of turn, Marty? Like are we for no, sale? No, no. Hey, hey, like you said, <laughs> like you said, Sting's getting the NFL money. I'll take that WWE <laughs> money. I'll, I will find spoilers for AEW. Let that shit fly. Fuck it right, I will. Saying. I'll, I'll go to Jacksonville my damn self every every Tuesday and start posting so stuff. like, Marty, where's your new residence? Daily's place. Daily's place is where <laughs> yeah. you can find me. Seven if you could, forward, you could forward all of my mail to Daily's place in Jacksonville, Florida, Chris Rucker. <laughs> Actually, we'll have an alias. Uh, they call me Riss Tucker on the on the <laughs> Riss Cucker. That's what it was. Riss Cucker. That was what they Cucker called me on the Jay-Z life. Flair show. Uh, oh, we'll shit. be back and we'll predict war games after the break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, where we are going to predict the card for NXT War Games, which has snuck up on us. I didn't even realize it was this weekend. Um, Marty, you got the card pulled up? Yes, sir. That I do. Let's go ahead and give our predictions on uh, what we think is going to happen on the entire card. There's what, four matches? There's five matches. Two okay. War Games matches, a triple threat, and a strap match, and a singles match. Mm. Sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa in a singles match. Uh, I think Thatcher is making getting the work done. I think Thatcher is on the rise, and I think Tomasa is just there. Uh, he's there to be the Dolph Ziggler now. I was actually going to pick Thatcher until you picked him. So just to be, to have at least one of these matches be different, I'm going to pick Ciampa. All right. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to write these down real quick. Uh, so okay, the second match is a strap match, and that is going to be between Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes. I already have a feeling that I know who's going to win this one, but I'm going to let you go first this time. Um, I'm going to pick Loomis, but Grimes probably is going to win because he's lost everything else, and he's such a chicken shit. Chicken shits usually win the strap matches some kind of way. Like, they find some kind of bullshit way to win a strap match. But I'm going to pick Loomis just because that's my guy. I like Dexter Loomis with his creepy ass. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually, I, I get what your point about, about Grimes. Um, but I Dexter Loomis, I feel like he was the one that's going to get this one as well. Um, I can see Grimes doing that shit. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it's going to pay off for him this time. Um, we got the triple threat match for the North American Championship. We got the champion, Leon Ruff, 
versus Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Um, let's just call it two times. Two times North American champion Damian Priest. I'm going with Leon. Leon's going to get it done. Yes, sir. All right. War Games matches. The women's war game. We got Team Shotzi and Team Candice, which we have Shotzi who's got her Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Speaking of Io, 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 Io. Is that not the best fucking female figure you've ever seen? I freaking love it. You ain't, you don't open them. You don't open them, so open you my, you don't know figures. like. I open my figures. I open oh, my I thought figures. you got the Rock Undisputed not... sitting back there, packaged up. No, no, hold on. There's a f- no that one because I haven't done yet. I just haven't pulled the trigger on opening that one yet. I don't know why. I just haven't. Mm. Um, you got the Batmobile no, up just... there. That's different. That's, that's, that's <laughs> wow, your whole expression changed when I said the Batmobile needs to be open. My God, I, I wish I was recording that. <laughs> you look like you wanted to fight. Marsh said that's different. <laughs> the motherfucker that goes with it, it's still in plastic. Just saying. Oh my God, that's funny. Marty's got the old school Batman. That Batman. Six Batmans. Boom. Uh, pow. Kaplooey. Top uh, top pick. See the new uh, the Kofi top pick one. Oh oh wow! I haven't even seen that. Yeah, one. I didn't know I that was coming out. Of that. I came across the top picks the store Kofi with the with the uh, get get well soon get well woods pants on. I'm like oh damn! Yeah, I gotta grab that. That shit's sick. Uh, anyways, back to the match. Again, Io, Shotzi, Ember, and Rhea versus Candice, LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Mm. Doesn't Raquel Gonzalez just look like a bigger version? Is it it break time yet? Because, damn. (laughs) Or am I crazy? If you don't know what you're watching and you're not paying attention and you see Raquel Gonzalez, does it take you a second like it does me? And I'm like, what the hell is Sonya Deville doing on NXT? And then I see how much bigger she is than Sonya Deville. But they really could be sisters. Like, they yeah, look just absolutely. alike to me. Um, I, I'm picking the heels. I'll pick Tony Storm and the rest of them. Because the only one I really yeah. like on the other team is EO. EO's the one. That's what, it, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, I look at it like EO and... I mean, it's the war games. It's the heels. Um, I like Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai can get shit done from time to time. Cancer Ray is probably the weakest person on the entire, ro- on the entire team. Um, but Tony Storm, man, I got a backstorm. Got a backstorm. Uh, I love EO, <laughs> but the rest of the team backstorm. is like, I can care less for him. Backstorm. I, I see what you did slide, but you, but you, uh, I yeah, see what you, you did there. Couldn't just let that shit slide. You couldn't let All I said was, I see what it. you did. I didn't call nothing out. Uh, I, I just anyways. said, I see what you did. <laughs> Team Candice with the win. Uh, and then we got the, her, the men's. It's her team. And you were like, Candice is the weakest one here. And you're like, yeah, but it's her team. It's actually called Team Candice. 
It, it's crazy. called Team Candace. You yeah. Know? Um, men's War Games match. And this one, I hope some big shit happens here. The UE versus Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Burge, and Oni Lorcan. I, I it's UE better win this match. That's hope someone. Who do you call in when it's fourth and fourteen, Marty? You call in the punter. You call in the punter. I'm picking Team McAfee. You know what sucks is like McAfee's show. You know he has Aaron Rodgers on there once a week. His co-host is fucking AJ Hawk. Two guys I absolutely love, and it's like losers. Fucking McAfee, Super Bowl champions. Fucking losers. Lame. Uh, Pretty sure. Pretty sure that not only does he have a World uh, Super Bowl championship, but pretty sure that AJ also has a national championship. Um, Congratulations. Just saying. We gonna go that far back into history? I could start talking about them damn Super Bowl championships the Cowboys got. If we're gonna go all the way back to AJ Hawk. Winning the fucking national championship. Go back all the way back because we can go all the way back to we can go back Super Bowl one. We can. I still got my team. Still has more than yours. Thirteen championships. Don't don't nobody count that shit. We're talking about the NFL Super Bowl. There's only been bullshit. Yes, this that's what's wrong with you Packers fans. No, that's what's wrong with you Packers fans. You start talking about all that bullshit that doesn't count. Nobody cares about that. We're talking Super Bowls. Then with that case, with that case. Then half of Ric Flair's championships mean dick because it wasn't WWE, it wasn't WCW. Fuck that shit. Because at the end of the day, it's NFL champion. What they're supposed to just erase history because they changed the championship game? No. Guess yeah. what? And you got the and WWE championship, Flair's- and it still has it still has the history of the winners and reigns from everybody that goes all the way back to freaking. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was The Rock. doesn't matter if it was Bret Hart. doesn't matter if it goes all the way back to Bruno San Martino. That shit still counts. It doesn't matter if it was whether it was like, oh, this wasn't during, this wasn't, this was before WrestleMania time, so we're not going to count that shit anymore. There were three teams in the NFL back then when the Packers were winning, Marty. Nobody gives a shit about that. There was a handful of teams, and they wore leather fucking helmets, and it wasn't even on TV. Nobody cares about that. The Yankees. We're going to raise half the Yankees World Series because I don't give a fuck about the Yankees. Teams. We're talking about the Cowboys. Just um just and your Ric Flair, your Ric Flair comment is wrong. You got me defending fucking Ric Flair. All his championships that they recognize were WWF and WCW. If they counted his other championships, he'd be like a 42-time world champion. So that's why we don't. And that's why we don't count Christmas the Packers season. NFL championships. So fuck the it's what NFL championships. The NFL. No, it's not. Nobody talks about that. They talk hold about on. how many times you no, won the Super Bowl. You want to compare that? You want to compare that? It's like the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. The it's Super not Bowl the same cha- thing. Super Bowl Championship is the Universal nope. title. Nope. Yes. Not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all because it all counts as them being a world champion. They're 13. still in the same company. 13, 13 what? 13, 13 Ghosts? This is a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> NFL championships. Get out of here with that shit. Nobody want to hear that. How many times your team won a Super Bowl? Mine's got five of them. You this know why y'all got 13? Because we weren't even five. around when y'all were winning championships. Year, That's why. This year will be five. This year. You know, 
I cannot wait for the playoffs and the Packers start playing and you get to talking that shit that you've been talking because every time you do it, Marty, you know what happens every fucking I'm time. Now. I'm not talking it now. I'm not talking it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking it then. <laughs> every time. Uh, I, 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 made uh, the com- I made the comment this morning. I'm like, you know what? If the baby's born tomorrow and the Packers lose tomorrow, Baby can't come oh, out of that room on game day. Oh, wow. I hope she slapped you. I mean, I agree with you, but I hope she slapped you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, anyway, I got UE winning. You, you see you got Pat McAfee? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you held up that uh, Kofi Kingston figure. I um I got the Kofi... I can't remember what series it is. And then following that series, Big E and Woods came out. Well, I found Big E, right? And I'm like, all I need is Xavier Woods. So I'm at work and I go to like a Walmart or something like that. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's Xavier Woods. And I'm excited about it. Like I'm posting a picture like I finally found it. I got the third member of the, the New Day, right? Marty, I'm walking up to the register and I happen to look down. You know how he's got two different heads? Some fucking asshole. Yeah, the head with the blonde stuff there is the one I wanted. Some no good son of a bitch took that head out and put like some whack ass Kofi Kingston head in there. And I caught it, luckily, as I was on my way to the register. So I didn't buy it because they told me they wouldn't give it to me at a discount. Still had the up up down title, still had uh Francesca, but it just didn't have the head that I wanted. And I was like, hey, this is damaged. Like, it doesn't come like this. And they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. You either pay full price for it or you don't get it. I'm like, cool, no problem. I ain't going to argue with you. Like, it's a pandemic. Do your thing. So that was my figure collecting. Like, I didn't buy anything this week. Um, I got those two. That was the first two figures I've bought in a while. Um, it was nice. It was nice coming across some pegs that had some shit on there. And we got to the point where I went to Target and... The end, the end cap, all the clearance shit was just full of Bobby Heenan stuff because they were like, yeah, yeah, these have been warming pegs long enough. We need to get that shit off. So I feel like I lied, so I had to back up and look. I do have uh, the Becky Lynch Series 72 that Irish Whip sent me, and I put that on my uh, Becky Lynch shelf over there. But I also got a Mickey James figure off of eBay, and you're going to laugh at this. Guess what she's wearing? Fucking bell bottoms. It's the only figure I could find of her. It has (laughs) the the only one I could find of her. She had the fucking bell bottoms. She's either wearing the flares or she's wearing the fucking bell bottoms. Yeah, it was the bell bottoms. I was hoping it was the the gear that I like, but that one was like 50 bucks unopened. And I'm like, "Mm." but I got me a Mickey figure. She's got the Divas title on and I'm happy with it. Um, let's get to some shout outs, Marty, and get the hell on because we've been going for a minute and I got shit to do tonight. Yeah, man. It's, uh, obviously want to get a shout out to, to Mike chaos theory. Um, Mike Pharrell for that, that fire ass lyrics, lyrical magic. He sent us. I love it. Everything about it. Uh, from the intro to Santana Garrett to the, Comments about your moms because you all know your moms love boots to the face. Um, <laughs> I decided with that I couldn't stop myself from that one. Um, you know, I gotta give a shout out to Joe. Uh, you know, he's on his on his 
weight loss workout going on, trying to make life better and healthier. And um, he's got a group of people together doing all that. So it's really a shout out. You know, um, keep that up. Good job. You know, anytime you're you're uh, motivated to make change, that's that's great to see. Um, you know, gotta gotta always support people who are willing to make things better for them. I uh, gotta love that. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, I'll, I'm gonna let you get to your shout outs. I know you got you got a long list of them. Um, uh, so I'll let you go ahead and do that. Yeah, uh, obviously all the people at FPC, Talkmania, Chaos Theory, uh, Irish Whip, Crossbody, Ian, Ringside, um. I always see I always do this where I get here and I forget to talk about people. David Kyle, uh EJ Reed, even though Marty talked bad about you earlier, we appreciate you buying EJ those Reed. onesies. It's- yeah. <laughs> the deep V's and the onesies. He sent me a picture, he was in the gym in like a boot to the face tank top. And I'm like, dude, like I don't want to see that. I mean, I'm gonna post it because you know, I don't have the muscles to put in the tank top like that. But don't ever send me that shit again. And then he gets on the Zoom chat and he ain't got a shirt on. Like, what the fuck, EJ? It's just guys in here. What are we doing, sir? And I'm pretty sure he had on baby oil, too. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was about. But shout out to EJ. That's my boy. Um, uh, I don't know who I'm leaving out. I'm sorry. If I left you out, I'll get to you next week. Just, you know. Send us a I'm mean gonna, tweet. I know what I'm going to get you Christmas, man. I'm going to get you one of those little flip-up, like, little flip-up notepads just stick in your back pocket, you know? So people have, like, a million I have an Apple Watch. And dream books. <laughs> then fucking whenever so, you get one, like, speak into and leave a note, a message for yourself. So on 80 Proof, Jay will send me a long-ass message about, like, what we want to do for the show and blah, blah, blah. But I'm at work, right? And so I'll have an idea. And I'll just randomly text him these one word fucking. He's like, hey, we got to do this, this and this. And I'm like, yeah, pineapples. He's like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, show topic. It's like, uh, and I just send him random like two word texts all day long. And now I think he's finally getting it that that. But yeah, so I do do that sometimes. But I don't know, man, I'm getting old. Y'all can't fault me for that. It's old man rucker. Like, I don't hey, remember man, a lot I get of shit. It. Just like, it's no different than, you know, I'm middle of the day and all of a sudden I get a text that just has a time on it. I'm like, oh, he's recording right now. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. shit right now. <laughs> because I can't, I, iPhone like moved around all my icons and shit. And so it's easier for me to go into text messages and look for my notepad. So I just text Marty like the text times for the, the breaks, what time I'm going to put those in for the commercials. So, yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's all the behind the scenes shitting on me that we're going to do today. This has been episode 15 for Marty Vasquez. 15. Episode 115 for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. 
it'll make you realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!